Hello, everybody, and welcome to Retro Rewind Developer Spotlight. We're almost done, and I finally got it. Today, we are talking about Pyre. dressed up as a stupid punk dog is my good friend Craig. Hello, how are you today? That's very punk of you. Uh, I, I, I was going to try something punk there, but I just, I just don't think I've got it in me. Yeah, I don't know. What, what do punks say, Craig? Uh, uh, down with the system. Down um, with the sickness? Uh, system uh, of the down? Uh, everything uh, we know about punk is horribly outdated up yours margaret thatcher yeah the iron maiden yeah uh-huh i that was he the iron maiden or the iron mistress i don't remember uh, iron uh, mistress sounds the, pretty cool yeah the iron maiden was a torture device and actually margaret thatcher okay all right so margaret thatcher is the iron maiden the iron mistress is one i call my wife when she wears leather now no, wait moving no, wait. i'm gonna google i um Mistress. I'm googling it. Okay, and let's see what my uh, mistress, mistress is. Oh, it's a film. Oh, it's a film! It's an actual film with Alan Ladd and Virginia Mayo. Alan Ladd? As in 1950s Alan Ladd? Yep, yep absolutely wow. 1950s Alan Ladd. Uh, yeah. You're ashamed! It's. Uh, let's crack on with. We should probably talk about Pirate. Uh, despite what this opening telegraphs to all of you dear listeners, I actually have a lot I want to talk about Pyre. So, Craig, yes. why don't you throw the stats out? Let's get that out of the way. Cool. Uh, so, by now, this is pretty much the same lineup. So, we've got developed and published by Supergiant Games. It's nice. It's published again by them. Uh, designed by Amir Rao and Greg Kasavin. Same Kasavin, two guys. Was Kasavin. Kasavin? Whatever, whatever. Gen Z was the artist again, who we love. Uh, Darren Corb, again, composed the music, who we also love. Uh-huh. And it was released on Windows, Mac OS, and PlayStation 4, so we're getting a wee bit tighter on what platform it was released on. And it was out in 2017, various dates, July, August time, 2017. And again, it's an action RPG with some other sporty, but not actually sporty in the slightest elements to the gameplay. Alright, so first thing I want to say is I I just thought that if you say the words Mac OS incorrectly, it sounds like Macos, which sounds like either A, a British person mispronouncing something, like Mm -hmm. tacos, or B, a chip or a breakfast cereal. Yeah. I mean, I think Mac OS, the the whole concept of it, because at the time this was released, it wasn't a People might correct me, but it wasn't Mac OS, it was actually OS X. It's only recently it's changed to Mac OS. I, I didn't I didn't want to talk about Mac. I wanted to talk about Macos. Oh, um so Macos are this wee cheesy treat. Oh the, cheesy um, treat! Okay. I think I think they're cheesy it's kinda like it's like macaroni, but a Mexican macaroni, like tacos, but made with macaroni. Macos. Yeah, see you meant you, you say tacos. 
which uh-huh. makes me think Mako's. So yeah, I would uh-huh. say probably a Cheeto-like device that tastes like a taco. Hang on, you don't say tacos? No, they're called tacos. We just said the same word. Tacos. No, you say tacos. I say tacos. taco. It's tacos. Co. Taco. It's tacos. Carl, not Carol. <laughs> Carol, not Carol. There we go. All right. Boy, boy, you can tell we haven't talked all day because we just <laughs> go off. Okay. So, uh, yeah, as, as Craig hinted, this is kind of uh, an oddball game for Super Giant. I think I got it correct. Mm-hmm. Um, you did. It very much plays like a basketball game. But it's not a basketball game. Um, hmm. The quickest way would be, uh, Craig, why don't you explain the mechanics? Uh, unless you want me to, and then we'll... No, 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 it's fine. So, uh, two primary mechanics to the entire game. One half, you have a visual novel-esque semi-choose-your-own-venture adventure. Um, but the point of the game is you are in this adventure to do a particular right, and that if I explain the basics of the story, because this is not a two-part episode, there are spoilers. You are in the underworld, you have been cast down, and the only way to escape is to win at Freaky NBA Jam. So, part of the story is your visual novel. You are um, collecting a roster of characters and talking to them and interacting with them and deciding your path through this world. But the world is basically point to point to point, uh, a right, and a right is a semi-faux NBA Jam basketball match. The basketball match is you have three characters on your team, they have three characters on their team, and you have to get a burning globe of a ball into a pyre, which, oh right, it's called pyre, so there's Mm -hmm. a pyre, and you have to get the ball into a pyre. Wow. Oh, God. Uh Uh-oh. It's okay, I'm back. Uh, The controller has accidentally been set to 10 minutes, and then it it Uh, switches off. Before we keep going, uh, I'll pass it to me, and then fix your controller. No, 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 it's, it's fine, it's done, it's done, it's done. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so, uh, you play basketball, you've got three characters, your characters have various attributes, but the, the biggest attribute you want to look for is your beefier, less speedier basketball um, characters have a wider zone of influence. So if you imagine the playing field, they have a circle, and they're the centre of that circle. It's bigger, the slower you are. I'm right, shooting right, an enemy. Right, hold on. Right, with okay, a ball. Hold on. I, I, Am I going I'm to I'm going to explain this in strategy terms so people oh, understand. Okay, so no, every I don't explain thing. Every character has an aura that is also their zone of control. Uh, if the zone of control touches another character that's on the opposing team, they disappear for a certain amount of respawn time. Depending on what class they are, they will respawn maybe in eight seconds or three seconds, depending on what talents they have and all that nonsense. So it's very much a game about using your zone of control to knock out the other players while also keeping them from scoring on you because once you have the ball, I'm just going to call it the ball, the orb, whatever, uh, your zone of control dissipates. Uh, You can only move one character at a time. So where you have your teammates lined up, 
are very important for when you actually grab the ball. You know, do you want them in front of the pyre? Do you want them on the sides of the pyre? That kind of stuff. Go ahead. Sorry. No, that's fine. That That is basically in about 20 seconds what I would have explained over five minutes, which is nice. <laughs> it's it's uh, nice. Uh, yeah. It, I think it, it is, you've got various characters you can pick from. You've got your stock few characters and then you can add more to it from the small quick characters with a low zone of control to your big beefy um, characters that have a large area of control but generally feel slow on the playing field and that is the game you wander about the wasteland you move from match to match and eventually you have to make some tough choices based on everything you? else you have done well I mean that's what we're going to talk about like that's mainly well yeah I know whoa, 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 I know this is what yeah. we're going to talk about it. <laughs> um, but for now let's just go with the marketing spiel you have to make some tough choices gut wrenching what you do gut gut wrenching choices uh, the kind of choices that I never felt I had to make no 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 don't say that yet uh, oh, sorry okay um, so I'll, I'll say that later uh, I finished this last night. Uh, it took me one night and about two hours the next day to finish it because this game has a surprise multiple rounds of surprises Zelda. for you. It's got surprise mm-hmm. Zelda. This is the get the Dominion Rod, then talk to all the sages, then collect yeah. all the pieces, then yeah. you can go to Ganon. Yeah. Um, this, yeah. this is a game, or no, sorry, it's not a game. This is a mechanic that I immediately bounce off of so I played until that point and I persisted for a short while and then realised what was going on and then immediately was turned off by it. And I don't have that drive that you have, Dave. I don't have the, I need to finish this because I've started it. I've got the, I've played this for however long and this just has pissed me off. <laughs> so Okay. Um, so, so at the end, I made sure I played every available game I could in, in, mm-hmm. or ritual, I guess. We're going to yeah. confuse the, not confuse them, but we're going to interchange that term. Uh, the most you can play in one single playthrough is 25 matches, which if you were to say, hey, play NBA Jam 25 matches, you'd go, okay, sure. Yeah. Whatevs. That's not That's a big deal. and a half. Yeah. What, whatever. All right. Um, from this point on, we don't normally do this for Retro Rewind, but because these are super giant games and they're very special to some people, uh, everything's off. No, no spoiler warnings, nothing we're going to take for granted that you have played the game. This game so is terrible. Dies. This game is we, okay. bad. We, did, we went a different route there. <laughs> uh, we we uh, went a different route in spoilers, and I'm happy we did. Me and... Me and Craig have not actually discussed how we feel about this because, again, I just finished it last night. So we're mm-hmm. very much wondering what the other person thinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, first, let's start with what it does good. The visuals. Some of them. The interstitial visu- visuals, the visual novel side of things looks spectacular, I think. Uh, okay, all right. Um, I like all of the backgrounds because mm-hmm. the- whoever made the backgrounds 
really, really, really likes Banner Saga. Like, this game is, like, almost actionable Mm -hmm. in terms of style that it lifts from Banner Saga. I've I've never played that. Just Google a couple Banner Saga screenshots. It's like, oh, oh. Like, as soon as I booted it up, I was like, oh, wow, this is very Banner Saga-y. Um, which there's the tricky bit for me because the Banner Saga is also a visual novel where you have to make tough choices in between battles. And so it very much follows the same format. See, I just Googled Banner Saga mm-hmm. and I don't know if you get personalized search results dependent on who you are, but the sixth result on it, I, th- I clicked on it with my thumb thinking oh that looks like pyre <laughs> like just instinctually <laughs> tapped on it and i was like oh no that's not pyre it is actually still the banner saga i see i but see you, where you're you coming from I mean. there yeah 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 not so much in the um what the looks like gameplay wise. i mean oh, yeah, yeah character yeah, design, design back, background wise the the general tone of it the the color scheme everything there and i know i'm horrifically colorblind but there's always a tone to the image and it, it meets that as well there's there's it's very well done like i i wouldn't take away anything if it's gen z or whatever her name is i wouldn't take away anything from it because the things are beautiful some of the, oh and I yes said to you, absolutely. some of the shots i would sit back and look at and i would just be like my god like every single screen here is a background image. It's, it's a bit of art that you could hang. It's gorgeous. I'll give you that on some of them, like like the bog or the freezing wastes or things like that. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Some of them are horrifically boring too. Like the um the the I mean I get it. It's a wasteland, but <laughs> yeah, the, the wasteland's kind of boring. The end, the end of where you go to to perform the rites, eh, eh, or or where the 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 harpies are. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, like overall, I mean, other than it kicking me in the eyeballs with "Hey, we like the Banner Saga," it was like, "Whoa, okay, <laughs> yeah, this is this is very cool looking." Yeah. Um, so that is that is very much even the character design. Mm-hmm. I suppose that never <sighs> it never occurred to me that, and this is this is an odd, an odd thing, but it never occurred to me that when you when you watch these people talk, and you see what they've done before, you would never think they would draw heavily. On another source, they seem like the kind of people well, that yeah. would that would not do that. They would immediately go, "No, that looks too much." Like they did with Transistor, we are ruling out everything that we did with Bastion. We're doing something different. It feels like someone would go, "This looks a wee bit too much like the Banner Saga." Well, I mean, the the flow of the gameplay itself. You have a mm-hmm. group of people that you have to ma- not manage, but you know, deal with. And it's all presented to you in visual novel style choices until you get to a battle and then you do a battle and then there's more visual style choices. Mm-hmm. It's very, very bad, which leads me to my first conclusion that isn't a conclusion because I'm not sure, but it's a gut feeling I get. This is my an God. in-between game. It's an in-between game between Transistor and Hades or it's an yes. in-between game. Okay. That's okay. what it, it, it screams to me, right? Because there's... Hmm. I don't want to say this because it's going to make me sound like a, a jerk, but there's not a lot of moving parts to this. 
this could be made in something like Game Maker, it feels like. And the only thing that really elevates it above something you could get on Steam for $1.99 is the art. And, and the writing. Okay, I'll give them the writing, too. Even though half of the characters, I wanted to feel their windpipe crush beneath my bare hands. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so that, I mean, that, that is the biggest feeling I got off of this See, is, oh, this is, this is halfy. There is, I see what you're saying. And I'm not going against what you're saying, but well, feel free to. Nope, nope. I'm not going to. But all I'm going to say is, if you look at Supergiant Games, we have Bastion, and there's a there's a pattern here. Um, see if you can spot it before I get to the end. You've got Bastion in 2011, Transistor in 2014, which is three years later. You've got Pyre in 2017, which is three years later, and then you've got Hades in 2020. Which is three years later. There see, is a theme. There is. Uh, every six years, they release a new game. Uh, let's see that, but that flies directly in the face of what I posited because that's obviously they spent a, a lot of time on this. Yep. So I mean, they had three years to work on it. I I, I don't understand why my gut was. Oh, this was probably a year later, maybe year and a half. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get I get what you're saying and I get where you come from. It might not be it might not be that it is a middle game it's not like it's it they work they threw half the team at it while the rest of them were working on something else. Yeah. It it just might be from Bastion where they got it right, and I'm reading way between the lines because there's very few lines here. Bastion they got it right, transistor they they had to do something completely different. The third, third time lucky, or third time unlucky, or third time whatever, they've got so much pressure now that they have to do something different again. They can't rely on the tricks of Transistor and Bastion. They can't do those two things. So they might, yeah, they, yeah. they were up against the odds. If they were looking at it like that, they were up against the odds. And I mean, I mean, I'm not saying, hey, they should have never made this. If they want to make Pyre, knock yourselves out. I'll, I'll play it. But it doesn't, hmm, it, it doesn't feel as special as Bastion. And we're we're split 50-50 on, on Transistor, but it still yeah. doesn't feel as special as Transistor. No, I mean, like, to be honest, for me, it doesn't, it, it, both Transistor and Pyre, oh, fuck. Both Transistor and Bastion have mm -hmm. special places in my brain, my heart, and my ears. And Pyre doesn't. Has a special place in your colon. It has a spe I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> well, we're on um, the internet, Craig. We can't be moderate about anything. This has to be it, the best um, or the worst. It, it, it just it doesn't float my boat as much as the other two. Okay. So, so playing through it, here are some of my problems with it. And I've been trying to get this straight in my brain so I don't sound like an idiot when I do it. Okay, mm -hmm. so first off, let's talk about... Oh my about god, you sound like an idiot. Oh. This has been the bit effect. 
Uh, okay, so first off, let's talk about the actual game itself. What you do in the game. Mm-hmm. All right. Some of the problem that I had and why I was sitting there just like lolling my neck and rolling my eyes like a teenager was, ah, oh, was nothing in this game happens quick. Nothing. Character selection takes forever because they have to say the name between every one. You can't even select like dialogue choices quickly. There's, there's, it's way too wordy. Everybody's got so much to say, even if they really don't. The map travel takes forever. The games themselves take forever. You score a goal. It's not, bam, you're right back to it. It's you got to watch this animation play out. Uh, character control doesn't feel very great because of how animated it is. Kind of like the, the Earthworm Jim problem, right? Uh, you start a match and you've got to wait for this 45-second John Delancey wannabe to spout some words. And you're like, oh, come on, just get to the game. Like, that's number one. Even when you get flight, takes forever to take off, takes forever to go where you want to go. Everything in this game takes forever. And I think that's why when you see that you have to play 25 games, you just kind of, nope, I'm out. I I get you. I'm not going to disagree with you. Because I'm not in any way. This isn't a you're against them. For, we're not no, like no. opposition lawyers here, in some sort of high flying, you know, like uh, Hollywood film. Objection! Objection! Um, the only thing I would say is, in the genre hopping of Supergiant, not not general genre hopping, just just general kind of like trying to do something different. This very much leans towards a visual novel. Like I didn't. I didn't feel like it was taking too long because I just accepted that I was playing a choose your own adventure type. I'm gonna okay. sit back and and the get the and in inverted commas the gameplay the the NBA Jam rituals were not the main focus. I wasn't just trying to get to the next ritual. I was just sitting going. Well, when uh, you're on your fourth pass. You're really just all right. Let's get to the next one, please. I see how like, I, I, I I never I never felt impatient with it. But you stopped. I did stop. I stopped because I don't like. I, I specifically don't like the. Oh, you're right then. You're right there. Oh no, wait. You've got something else to do. Oh, okay. So it was just the jerk. I mean, I mean. Uh, like, I knew going forward what it was going to do. It still got mm-hmm. me for one of them. Because I yeah. messaged you and said, all right, it's done. Wait. Yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah. no, it's not. Um, it's, I, I can take a twist. And I can take a, oh, you've finished. Oh, no, you've not finished. But I cannot I cannot take sustained, um, oh, 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 oh. And the only way I can express well, it is through those throat noises. <laughs> Well, like, there's a big difference between, <clears throat> and, and this is a good example, bad example, I don't know. Uh, Prey, when you crack the mirror and go, oh, there's a whole space station here. There's mm-hmm. a difference between that and what Pyre does. Um, now, what I don't quite get is how, Craig, you're, yes. you're sitting there, you're playing the game, you're like, I just liberated someone. Did it not click that, oh, I'm going to have to do this for everybody? Oh no, it did, it did, it did, and at that point I just thought, oh. 
<laughs> you felt I tired. I just thought, you know what? Yeah, that's fine, and I'll just knock it. Like you go and game it, and you not you go and free the people you don't like in your team, or you think, okay, I'm going to take. Oh, we're going to talk about the team later. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take we're- an emotional stance on this, and I'm going to. Free- but I didn't at any point feel like that. There was nothing in it for me that made me feel like I wanted to genuinely free any of them. I felt like I could game my way through the whole thing without feeling emotionally um, drained um, from it. Oh, okay. like I gamed the first one because I had to get that person. And I think we both know that person out of my squad or I would have killed myself. Um, but we'll, again, we'll talk about the roster later. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, another thing I want to bring up that makes it like... I do want to bring up, I find the game fun, but like Transistor, this game is so easily snapped over your knee that it's no longer fun. I played on Master Difficulty. No, not Master Difficulty. Sorry. The the 12 uh, mm-hmm. Constellations, which yeah. that trick is starting to get old. Yeah, like... You choose your own difficulty, so just do what you want with it, type. The exact same way every single time. That 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 gets a little old, Supergiant. Um, but I played with all 12 of them on and didn't lose a single ball. Like, nobody jumped into my pyre or threw the ball into my pyre. Mm-hmm. This game is so easy to just snap in half. Um, especially once you get the witch. Once you get the witch, everything's just... Shot the hell. But I enjoy the actual... Like, if me and you were playing against each other, this yeah. might be fun. And that's... that's like the major problem I have with it is you can play it locally against someone else. Why can't I play you, Dave? Why can't I play you, Pyre? Uh, uh, well, okay, okay. Now, see, that I'm willing to chalk up to it's a small studio. They, Judging by all their other games, they don't really have oh, experience. It's the net code. It's the net code. It's always the netcode. They need that GGPO rollback. But uh, I, I... I don't even know what I, that means. I know GGPO is for fighting games, and you prefer rollback, I think? <laughs> That's all I know. Um, so I'm, I'm okay with, like, okay, it's a small studio. It doesn't want to jump into, well, do you make it P2P? Do you make it cross-played? Uh, That's fine. I'm fine with that. The, the problem I have is... And this leads into the theme of the game. Because mm, um, the theme of the game, as best as I could see, was it doesn't have one. So I thought to myself while I was soaking in the bathtub, I thought, (laughs) well, maybe I'm just stupid. Always a possibility. So I Googled. And there were a lot of people that were smarter than me that said Pyre is a game about games and how we the, the need to play games is what drives us forward. I immediately said, horse shit. But let's move on with... Oh, first, did you get a theme out of this? No, I did did not get a theme. I didn't get the need to play games is what drives us forward. I got a theme of, okay, I'm in the underworld and I need to somehow escape. And that is the theme I just, I just need to okay, do something. Okay, okay. So Gimme. not near as much as like Bastion or 
Oh God, I mean, no, no, not nothing, nothing close. That if anything, the theme of this might have been quite literal in that you you have been cast to the underworld and you need to escape through this series of rituals and blah blah blah. Like, there's which makes me worry for I, Hades, which is the underworld. I couldn't read and I keep saying underworld. Is it the underworld? It's the yeah, technically. Outer world? Te- te- I mean, the, I mean, it, it's it's where they send all their prisoners and yeah. convicts and you know that yeah. stuff. Um. So I, I didn't, and this is out of of the trio so far. I just didn't read anything into it more than what was literally put in front of me. Okay. So on the grand scale, I clicked with this way more than I did with Transistor. In terms of its story, the whole you're liberating people to try to affect a revolution on the other side. That's kind of cool. I can get (laughs) down with that. However, this is where I think Pyre really starts to break down even worse than Transistor or Bastion. So everything you did in Bastion had to do with its theme. You were exploring these places whose time has passed. Time has moved on. Everything in that game you're dealing with the idea of this place should not exist anymore. Let it go. It's old, right? Mm-hmm. Transistor, you're very much dealing with people's need to affect an ineffectual change. You're, you're changing the weather that does nothing. You're ordering food that does nothing. You're making choice that you're still dealing with the themes. If the theme of this game is to Showed to the player how important games are, the pageantry, the um, the thrill of it all. Then this is terrible because the game itself is not good. You can't make a bad game about how good games are. You see what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Like I absolutely see. We mean never until this point because I don't read the internet and I don't Google X, Y, or Z. I didn't think about it in that way and I completely agree if this was a game that's purpose was to tell you about how important games were it's not the game to be doing that Mm -mm. no then this is moving forward that positing that that is the theme of this because otherwise Mm. I mean you can you might be able to get a bland theme of redemption maybe I mean but there's not really much there to sink your teeth into if it's not that um, so maybe the people of Polygon and Kotaku and Bob's House Overviews and everybody else is wrong. Who I don't the hell know. is Bob's House Overviews? I don't know, but if, if there was Bob's House O Reviews, I would probably read it. Yeah. Did you make that? Did you genuinely make that up? Because I'm yeah, interested. yeah, I did all the time. Bob's House O Waffles, Bob's House of College, oh. Bob's House. Of, yeah, it works great. Oh, now I fancy waffles and reading what Bob thinks about <laughs> waffles <pie>. in college. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I, I was very, very much let down in the fact that so far, nothing after Bastion has been really good in the same way Bastion has. Like what made Bastion special, they have not duplicated. I mean, it's true. Apart from Transistor being better than Bastion, they have not managed to nail that again. Well, religious differences there, my friend. They are the religious taste and general brain differences, but I think where I genuinely, and I don't mean this in any pointed way or anything, where I can genuinely say, Craig, you prefer Transistor, and you are right for preferring Transistor because of these <laughs> reasons, and blah, blah. Yeah. And Dave, 
you are absolutely right for pre preferring Bastion and thinking about and because I can completely see your side of the, the argument. If anyone said the same about Pyre, I would probably try and have some sort of heated conversation. Well, or it's still rocking nines out of tens. People love this game. Yeah, and I can't see it. I I just can't. I love I love a visual novel. And I love the art, and I love everything, but the fundamental crux of it is the story doesn't do it for me as much, and the gameplay, it's the actual game, game, game bit of it, the NBA Jam, as we keep on, or I keep yeah. on saying in inverted commas, just isn't complex at all. It's no, just, no. It's just not. It's and just, to your point, uh -huh. to your point about visual novels, sorry, I just thought of this. So yeah. sorry to interrupt. Um, no, no, I don't. If if you remember our episode that nobody should listen to, I don't like visual novels. Yeah. Um, yeah. Phoenix Wright is even at one step too far over the line, which I, is I just wrong. It's I, I, just wrong. I, you could say you object to it. I object. Um, Thank you. <laughs> but but while I will always say Phoenix Wright is a good game, it's snappy. It moves. Mm -hmm. It's not plotting and slow. And another one, which I do like, is Monster Loves You, yes. which is nothing but a visual novel. Absolutely nothing. But that is snappy. It keeps moving. It's not, wait 45 seconds for this guy to talk. Deal with this animation for 20 seconds. When you select your characters, there's going to be five seconds between every selection. Why can't I just select, 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 and then bam, bam, bam? It's, it's that stuff. It's almost like, and here's... It's going to make me sound like an asshole. This is the part where Supergiant loves the smell of its own farts too much. God, you're such an asshole. I know, right? <laughs> this is where it feels like Supergiant was like, isn't what we do really good? Oh, just basket. It feels not pretentious, but it feels indulgent to me. Like, you can tell Supergiant thought this was cool. Why wouldn't you want to sit through these animations, the same ones, time after time after time? They're great. Why wouldn't you mind going to the same places over and over and over and over again? They're great. That kind of, that's what it feels like. I, I think I just nailed it for myself. This feels way too indulgent. I'm happy you nailed it for yourself. Thank you. I, 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 I feel good. Kind of, you know what? I don't. I never. I, well, I do not sit in the fence anymore because that's the old Craig, not the new Craig. But there's enough. There's enough for me to like about Pyre that makes me kind of forgive that side of things. But I totally now that you've said that, it's unlocked the complete side of it where you're right. It is. It feels like it's over. It's overindulgent. It's over animated at points. It's over. It's over visual. It's over, overbearing, of a game. It's over everything. But uh, no, and, and I mean, I mean, this is again keeping in mind that if I was going to replay one, I would replay this over Transistor because I enjoy the actual game of it. Mm -hmm. So uh, this isn't just me saying the whole thing is garbage. It, it's not. It's just oh, this is why I didn't like it. Yeah, see, I I didn't the timing didn't bother me, and the visual novel side of things didn't bother me. If you said, Craig, what one are you least likely to replay? It would be Pyre, 
because of the gameplay because I liked it the least. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's three. absolutely. F- I mean, for me, there is a there is a part of me that likes breaking games and uh-huh. like the oh, like I mean, you know what, you know what, we've gone over that. Let's let's start talking about the roster. Mm-hmm. How many ways did you want to shoot that dog? Many, many ways. First I one out of your squad. I yep. I I was yep. not a fan. Get rid of him. Job done. The rest of them, Bertram or whatever his name is, Hedwin. Sorry, not Bertram. Uh, yep. Hedwin. Bertram. <laughs> um, he's there from the start. I genuinely quite like him. The same generic with, nice guy. Yeah, yep. Generic nice guy. Judariel, generic gruff person, which you kind of uh, like. Jadario was the only. There were only two characters that I genuinely liked, mm-hmm. and Jadario was one of them because yeah. she didn't talk much. She told you what she meant right away. There was no eh, 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 like a fucking dog. Yeah. Um, um. What was it, Sir Gilman? The other one you liked because I liked Sir Gilman. Sir Gilman was the other one I liked just because <laughs> he's great. And the it's fact that he's a worm. I like that. I know. I know. Um, Taya? It is Taya, right? Oh, no, no. You get to choose the her girl. name. I think... It, yeah, I think she... Yeah. Um, I think it, uh, canonically she's known as the Stowaway, I think. Yeah, yeah. And you don't know her name. You can pick her name. She's way too much, and I don't think you'll get this, but I'm sure people listening might. She's very much like Ed from Cowboy Bebop. The oh. flighty kind of goofy airhead. Yeah, that's totally very much understand. Hair. Totally understand what you're saying, but I don't actually understand at all. Um, uh, Cowboy Bebop Palmer- is one of the few animes that I do endorse, Craig. I do endorse that one. Oh. Okay, so next we have Craig Pamitha. Go Pamitha. I was ambivalent towards Pamitha. I sort of liked her, didn't really care, but I made sure she got out because she deserved it. <laughs> oh, no. Next is Tizo. Oh, Tizo, yeah. Which brings us to why Tizo is terrible. Not because of his character. Not because of the way he plays, even though he's pretty useless other than fly. The fact that you have to drag your cursor down every time to see what he said made me want to stuff him and put him in an oven. Can we talk about that really quick? Sorry. How this does not feel designed for a console at all. Oh, God, no. This is the, this is the first one that made me think, this was for PC and this is a port. 100%. But here's the thing. Everybody I've read that played it on PC has said, don't play this with mouse and keyboard. No, don't. It, it controls terribly. I so, what. I, I, I genuinely thought about this and I watched a few things online and I watched a stream of someone playing it with the keyboard and mouse and they had the or the mouse and they had the, the mouse cursor showing and when I was watching someone play it with the mouse I thought that's exactly how it should be played. You can see how they're clicking about especially in the action action in inverted commas yeah. bits of it. You can see how a mouse makes sense. <laughs> like I can totally oh, see it. Oh, now, see, I, 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 again, I didn't play it with a mouse, but playing mm. that game with a mouse? Ugh. Oh, no, I'm I'm down. But, uh, yeah, probably. no, no, I mean, that's different taste, sure. Everybody yeah. I read was like, no, plug in it, plug in it, 
controller. But uh, yeah, the the adventure parts of this very much feel designed for a mouse. And it's not in the divinity way, haha, prescient, where mm. you can turn on a cursor and then do stuff with a cursor if you prefer. It's very much just, now you always have a cursor, even if there's like zero acceleration on that cursor and it moves so slow. And the fact that, Craig, when you're trying to buy stuff from that stupid little goblin that doesn't show up, you have to click it, drag it all the way over to the left of the screen, and then dump it, and then hit square to confirm, and then go all the way back, and then click another one. It's like, oh my gosh. It was infuriating. I can I can feel I can feel how infuriated you are. Well I, I, I wouldn't be so infuriated if this was somebody's first game. Right? Like mm-hmm. I okay, yeah, I can forgive that. You didn't think, okay, this this wouldn't work on console. This is their third game. Like, guys, what are you doing? Alright, so after Tizo we have Pamatha, and like I said, mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> on Pamatha. So so next. Who the hell was next? Was it Bertrude? Bertrude? The snake lady? No, Gilman was next. And then oh, came... Yeah, right. I... Okay, and then Bertrude. And then came Bertrude. Uh, Bertrude is the character that can, that breaks this game. Like, you can jump into the pyre from almost half screen. It's just move her forward, get the ball, shoot a th- or shoot a th- an aura wave, because she does the shotgun type thing. Mm-hmm. If you don't kill all three of them, then just jump in the pyre. If you do, then you just R2, jump and walk jump into the pyre. pyre. It, it, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's... it's um, it's very easy with, with Bertrude. So I do it's, like her as a gameplay character, I should say. I am ah. um, exact same. And it broke any kind of idea that I had over what tactics. I Like before Bertrude, I thought, I've got some sort of tactics thing going on here. I've got this, something else. And then that happens and you're just like, well, she is the key that unlocks this entire game. And that's it over. Yeah, it, um, my my team. Okay, so uh, well, first let's get out of the way. The last guy is the tree man, mm-hmm. whose name I don't remember. Uh, we'll call him um, Sir Whittleton. So I'm Sir sure Whittleton, it's, Sir. it's Sir Whittleton. Um, he's the guy who's kind of he's the Machiavelli of of the whole thing. He's the reason why the Nightwings are still around, and he's trying to get people to go through. Because he got kicked out and he feels awful sore about it. So he wants to start a revolution where nobody will ever get kicked out again. Uh, that is Sir Whittleton. Uh, but he's got Sir an... Whittleton? I, I, I don't know. It's Sandalwood, I think, is his name. Volfred. Volfred. Right. Yes. Sandalwood. Uh, so, it so... is Volfred Sandalwood. You, you, you connected the dots there for me in my brain. Okay, thank you. Um, so Sir Whittleton has an interesting way of actually playing the game. Uh, he's very much a... He's a root and expand kind of guy. He doesn't move very fast, but you can plant little one little tree. So let's say you're making your way towards the middle. Oh, you plant a little tree that is right in the center of the orb. Nobody can really get to it until they kill that plant, so it buys you time, or you can kill somebody. He's an interesting way to do it. That being said, getting the trophy to get 200 points with him was the hardest 
because he's very much not somebody you drive to the goal with. He's, yeah, he's not a goal scorer. He's a he's a tactician and a general kind of like muddler. I mean, Jadario was hard because she is very slow, but very big. So, I mean, you could you could like pick up the orb, huck it to the other side of the screen, and then walk and just start mm-hmm. killing things. And then pick up the orb and then go into the thing. I did get, I did, I almost platinumed this inadvertently. Oh, wow. Like, I think I got 70% of the trophies in this. Jesus. Yeah, or, sorry, 80%. And um, a lot of it was just from, okay, make sure, as soon as I saw the first trophy for scoring 200 points with Gilman, I'm like, oh, okay. So I just did that with everybody. Uh, and, and yeah, Sir Whittleton was by far the hardest. Um, uh, but um, okay, so once once I got to the point where you raise everybody past level four because uh, everybody has to be past somebody has to be past level four in order for them to ascend, right? So if they don't mm-hmm. have enough experience with the rights, they can't ascend. So you get everybody level four. So Craig, all of your characters are at level four now, magically. Mm-hmm. Poof. Poof. Who was your team? Uh, I always, always, always had Hedwin for some strange reason. Okay. I always had Jadariel, and this is a ridiculous reason, but I, I just moved her to kind of like the top, not the top left, but up and left from the center to cover that entire area and then basically never used her again. Yeah, yeah, she's like, very much a, a good zone of control character. Yeah, so just leave up there. Uh, I used Tizo until I could get rid of him because he's small and fast. And does the thing. And Sir Gilman, because Sir Gilman is like... Sir Gilman. Is it, those, so those are my four, kind of like... And I'll just dot between them. I believe the kids would say, Sir, Sir Gilman is one zippy motherfucker. Yeah, like... That I, dude he's can like, move. <laughs> I don't know why, but he makes me think of some sort of like small bean in Plants vs. Zombies or something. Just like a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he is a living caffeine bean. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, um, just just goes for it. So that and, and the only once downside ta- being he only scores fifteen points. Yeah, per. but I mean, the, once you get a tactic, up until a certain point, once you get a tactic in your head and you go, "I'm going to do this," a lot of tactics, if you stumble upon a solid one, works. Like, yeah, like and, and a thing only, works. The only wrinkle I want to say that this does, which lends itself to a little bit of strategy is once somebody scores in the pyre they are banished until either you score again and then another teammate is banished or the opposing team scores uh-huh. or if you throw the orb into the pyre those yeah. are the, the three conditions so you it's- generally have okay i have a strategy that works with sir gilman i can score 80 percent of the time and so you have to figure out a strategy for a second person mm-hmm. to be like okay if they're the bulk so for me uh you might notice the trend here it was Bertrude, because mm-hmm. she can jump like half screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sir Gilman, because if you do his little trial, which by the way, that's getting old too. Um, he can jump half screen. Yep. And then I had Pamatha, who can fly whole screen. If instead of holding the button, you tap it, she maintains height, but it doesn't use the stamina near as much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all of them would just pick up the ball and jump or fly. Yeah. Uh, the, um, yep. Um, but, yeah, uh, so at, at certain points, I believe it's when your character hits a certain level, the the little orb lights up. It's like, I would like to talk to Sir Gilman, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, okay, so you have to do a one versus three using that character 
to win. Um, very much like the, oh, you, you took a sip off the hookah or those trials that were inside that beachy area inside Transistor. It's very much the same tricks over and over again, which also I got to ding them for. Like, like, really, that's starting to get old. I mean, granted, yes, we are playing this back to back to back to back, not over yeah. the course of years. But if they're so worried about being imaginative in their their games, like, guys, you've been using the same tricks for, like, nine years now. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's the roster. And that's the game. Like, I, I think I've said everything I want to say about this. If you, listener, really did click with this, um, let us know. Like in a message and whatnot, because I'm very curious to see why and, you know, not internet people that are saying this is the best game ever made kind of thing. Um, yeah, don't because, talk to us if you're that person. Or talk to us, but, you know, we probably <laughs> won't respond. I mean, it'll just be like, <laughs> I think this is the best game ever. Okay, good for you, buddy. You know, th- that's it. Um, and then the last thing I want to say, and I guess this is, unless you have more to say, Craig, do you? Uh, no, I don't think. I, I, I think. The only thing that I said, either before we started or jokingly in the introduction, is I do still think the music is quite strong in this game. That's and and I did the whole for the the dogs that rock. Oh, now see, I, I was I, disappointed I, by the music. I I I quite liked it. I I don't think any one track was as strong. I don't think it was. It had one singular theme. That was <gasps> really good, no, um, but I th- I think that each each bat each band each um, what's the word for a group of people that are playing uh, each a team war band a team a go clan. with team each team had their own kind of feeling and feel to it and theme um, I qu- I kind of appreciated that so I think I do think it, it sounded really great and I do think that some shots, when I was looking at it, are just burned in as being the the best thing I've seen. They could have been prog rock covers. Yeah, it it really that that's that's where I think it's Sean. The the other eighty five percent of it. Sean, Sean, Sean? Jason, Sean. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay. Uh, all right. All right. No, hold on. Hold on. You just unlocked something because last night I was, oh, no. First off, uh, I, I'm kind of with you on the music. It was all appropriate, but none of it stood out like uh-huh. Transistor yeah, Bastion. Yeah. Moving on to, I was disappointed in the vocal theme of this because so far mm. the vocal theme in all the games have been good. Like Bastion, I still think is the strongest vocal theme. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that that's, oh, that's just great. The vocal theme when you're playing the pyre works well. It works fine. It's nothing special, but it works good. The ending theme, and Craig, you didn't hear this. Mm-hmm. It is that they do that, that 80s cartoon thing where it's a song that explains everything that happens in the game. And oh. they're trying to fit words like Jodariel into a song. And and Sir Gilman, it goes through the whole roster and be like, and this was Jodariel, and she did. It's like, what the fuck is this? It oh. is. It was bad. Bad, bad, that, bad, bad, bad. Oh my god, that's it. Like of all the things we didn't speak about, you should have said 
Google the final theme or something. I, I, you know, after we're done this, listen to it, and you'll be like, oh, what is I'll listen this?" To it. What I'll do is I'll because I, obviously I need to pee, and I'll cut that bit of information. <laughs> out. But I told you. Oh no, no. I mean, I need to go and get a drink and not pee. Oh, okay, um, okay. I will listen to it while I don't pee, and then yeah, when you we might record, have to skip ahead like twenty seconds, and it's like when we record actually- what, what are we recording next? What are we recording next? Next is Battle Block. Battle Block. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait for Battle Block. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So back to Pyre. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Craig, listen to it. It is the dumbest thing you've ever heard in your life. I never would have thought those guys would have done that. Um, other than that, I, I think that's going to about wrap it up for us. This was a game I'm very glad I played. Like, th- this was very interesting to play i will never play it again ever kind of like transistor i'm never really going to touch it again but this led to some really interesting conversation with you so i'm very glad that i played it in the grand scheme of things i know where i know where this sits with me but when we when we played transistor we did a what one's better bastion or transistor so now we have three so what is your current super giant ranking well, uh, I would say that Pyre is the rookie of the whole thing. Um, Transistor is, of course, in second place. Bastion is still number one, man. Mm-hmm. Everything in that game just coalesced to be the best. Mm-hmm. With Hades, like, 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 I was looking forward to Hades until now. Yeah. Now I'm gonna, I'm looking at Hades with a little bit of the side eye. It's a roguelike, which, which I do like quite a bit. So it's like, ooh, ooh, that's interesting. But so far they have gone, like Bastion was top of the mountain, stumbled a little bit for Transistor in my eyes. Mm-hmm. They then did a Chris Farley all the way down the mountain Yeah. on Pyre. I don't know if they're going to climb it again with Hades. See, I am almost on the same trajectory, except Bastion, real love Bastion, Transistor, for me... Obviously, because I need to preface everything for me. Yeah, felt like yeah, they took everything mean. from Bastion and, and, and it just tightened it up for me. I, I liked the theme a bit more and I, I, it just gelled with me more. Pyre, it felt like they went straight off a cliff. And then, a few weeks ago, someone at work said, oh, you know, what are you doing this weekend? I'm just going to be running Hades all weekend. And that, to me, just made me think, I can't be fucked with that shit. <laughs> 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 just well, <laughs> just well. Okay, so let's let's uh, as a preview. Let's look at this. All right, so so I'm I'm the big fan of roguelikes in our uh-huh. little cadre. Yeah, it could be like Binding of Isaac, where you can play it probably four times, like do four runs, and know okay, this is what the story is. This is what the gameplay is. Now the fun is in rubbing items up against each other and seeing what happens. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't take too long. It could be the Children of Morda thing, where it is a full story that takes place over the course of a roguelike, and that's a little bit longer. Or it could be, or same with Dead Cells, like Dead Cells. Yep, yep. Uh, or it could be like Spelunky, where, like, nothing matters at all. At all. You're just like, I don't know, this time yeah. I killed the shopkeep. Oop, he shot me. And, oop, start again. That's it. So, I, yeah, I don't know where on that roguelike spectrum it's going to fall, but I'm, yeah. I like all of that spectrum, so we'll see. I, see, I'm... I don't. I like. I liked 
kind of like the Isaac side of things, but it's very it wears off very quickly. Um, Dead Cells, I played for much longer, but eventually got bored with it. I got bored with starting again, and I I would rush through it, and I would be okay. And then sometimes I'd take my time, and so it got bored. The one that interests me the most is the one where nothing matters. It doesn't matter that you're starting again. You're just doing something. Oh yeah, like Spelunky model. Yeah. Yep, and that—that's the one that appeals to me the most. Now, I, I, okay, so uh, this is this is oh, uh, we're we're going long, we're going really long, but this how is long, a bonus conversation. So, what about Dead Cells? The repetition of it, because I didn't like Dead Cells very much either. Mm-hmm. But what was it about that that made it less doable than Isaac or Spelunky? Um, like the the fact that I just I kept on having. It's because it's in between with Isaac or something like that. You're just doing something again and again, whatever. And I'm trying to get to a specific point with um, Spelunky. It's, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm doing whatever. I die, whatever. I can play this for 15 minutes and it's fine. Um, yeah. With Dead Cells, it felt like you're trying to get to a point in the story, but you're being prohibited from getting there by dying constantly. <laughs> Okay, so it, it's pretty much the tying of a story. Yeah, yeah, and that's my... Okay. I genuinely think that's the only place that Supergiant can go with Hades is because of their strong storytelling and the fact that it just feels like that's the way they'll take it. I th- well, I, we'll I, see. I like, like, yeah, I'm giving I'm, it the I've old stink no, eye. <laughs> I, I genuinely, apart from a couple of screenshots, I know nothing about I haven't even watched the trailer yet. I'm going to watch it tonight after we finish. So we'll see. Yep. Um, I don't like how I have to play it on the Switch because oh. I'm hoping it's a, not a D-pad game because that Switch D-pad is... Bleh. So we'll see. All right. We're going to wrap this up. So thank you very much for listening to our episode on Pyre. Uh, like I said, if you have any thoughts on it, you can hit us up on you know our website where you can leave... Uh, a nice little comment or recommend a game for us and all that. Um, we're not like taking recommendations for, hey, check out this developer that only made like three games because that's very much our, our palate cleanser. So mm-hmm. if it's a specific game, like, hey, I want you guys to check out Little Samson, but you're already past, you know, you're into 2001. That's fine. We'll still check out Little Samson because you should. But um, yeah, we, we're open to that. Uh, same if you want uh, Effect games, uh, we're open to that just keep the rpgs to a minimum and um other than that craig got anything to say nope just tell us what to play and we will play it and we'll see you next week we will see you next time on pet uh, people well, oh it's a pet people i thought it's you were gonna ask me i have no idea pet people which if you say it fast enough sounds like pitbull pet people pet people yeah. Anyway, Good night, thank you very much for listening, and we'll <laughs> catch you next time, pimples. The stars align, the rights shall come to bear. Illuminate the signs, the exiles shall be. Shout!